The only thing I have that's six figures is my kill count. I may not be rich, but I always get what I want. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Every week, we're just going to sit around, drink an entire bottle of wine, and talk about housewives. So 80% housewives, 10% drinking wine, and the other 10% Brian calling me out. <laughs> Probably more than 10%. Thank you for listening to So Nasty, So Rude with Brian and Hannah. We're back for another week, episode seven. We are back for another week, same place, same time. I know. We are now on a regular schedule. We are. So every Tuesday, we'll be dropping a new episode. Every Tuesday, the new episode's live. Yes. And for anyone that's asking or concerned, I am not sick. I lost my voice on Saturday from screaming at my friends <laughs> in a fun way over loud music. So I'm still recovering from that. I guess that's what happens when you're over 30 now. <laughs> it sounds like you smoked their entire I know. Cigarettes. It was so much worse on Monday, but I was really hoping it'd be better by Thursday. I'm almost a week out. Still not, still not fully 100%. Well, it's tolerable. We'll see how it records. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. It's going to get a little squeaky here and there. So what are we drinking today, Brian? So we are doing another red, which mm. I am thrilled about. We all know how much I love red. It is, I don't, it's not a Cabernet Sauvignon. What is problematic, however, is that it's very Italian and I can't <laughs> pronounce much on the label because there's gotta, no English. You got to roll those R's. Do your best. Yeah, let's try this out. So it's papai, I think. Primavito di Manduria. <laughs> that's not bad. <laughs> it's better than I have a sound, so that's good. That was all I right. like that. All right. It's a 2017, and I'm not even going to bother reading the back. Uh, most importantly, it's 14 and a half percent. Is it? Wow. It's 14 and a half. Yeah. It is from Italy. Lip. Porano. I don't know if that's a region or if this is just a random word that's misplaced. It's <laughs> don't ask Italy. me. <laughs> don't ask me. Uh, price twenty three ninety five. Hmm. I like this one over the other one that we had. What was oh, it? Really? Two weeks ago. Yeah. Well, cheers. Cheers. Has a little more like an oaky flavor, and I like oaky wine. I like oaky too. I think I prefer the other one a little bit. Really? It's a little smoother. Hmm. Well, we'll see how. It- it tastes mm. when we finish the bottle. I do love the bottle, though. It looks very vintage. It is. I thought it was pretty. I thought it was way more expensive. Mm-hmm. No. But we'll, we'll rate it. We'll rate it after. Yeah, we'll see how we feel after the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's hop right into it. Good news. Two franchises this week concluded Thank their reunions. Thank God, because this is hard to do like a recap of four episodes while I'm working. <laughs> no, four episodes is really, really tough. It is. It's... A full-time job and it's extremely time-consuming and it's not as easy as it may appear to some people and I mean we can't get too excited because in May two more franchises I know pick back up. I know um, hopefully OC will be dropping off so I think we're always gonna have about three running at a time I think so I think it'll be three so we have Beverly Hills that's starting in May and then we have Atlanta Atlanta's also starting in May yeah that's like one of my favorites. I'm very excited for Atlanta. I don't know how I feel about the cast yet. I don't know. We gotta we gotta see where the what they do with it. I always found Atlanta 
kind of lost its like little spunk when Nini left. But we'll get into that when it comes up. But well, yeah, when Nini left, but even Nini's last season wasn't great. Well, there was a lot to Nini because her husband was dying of cancer, so I think she had like a rough last two seasons. Yeah, I agree. Um, because it wasn't like the Nini that we loved. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm a diehard Nini fan. I love Nini too. Yeah, so I'm really excited for Atlanta. Uh, and I know you're a huge fan of Beverly Hills. That's where that's where your heart is. I know. We're going to have a passionate May. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's finish off with one passion. So yeah. Salt Lake City, which I think we can both agree on easily. Yeah. Uh, it ended this week. It was episode three of the three-part reunion. Thank God. Eh? I'm happy they just didn't stretch it, that they did the three parts and that was it. Yeah. Well... Well, we talked about this last week. They could have done better with their second episode. Yes, I believe they could have done better with their second episode. And I still think it should have been three episodes. I think the content could have been curated a little bit better. Yeah. And this third episode was really... It started off centered around the husbands. Yeah. Um, Coach Shaw, he had some really... I thought really insightful comments in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And really wanted to shine light on the fact that... He is very successful. He was a lawyer before for 13 years, which Yeah, we why is everyone a lawyer? I feel like all of a sudden I'm just finding out all these lawyers in the franchises. Well, maybe it's easier to pass the bar. Not anything against Coach Shaw at all. But yeah. maybe it's easier to pass the bar in Utah because even Shane from OC, he is accredited in Utah, but yes, not in California. That's what I mean. in California. So maybe Utah is easier to pass the bar or whatever it's called. Interesting. Yeah, because that's what I was like referencing because... Well, we'll get to it, but yeah, because mm, uh, Meredith's also a lawyer. Absolutely, lots of lawyers yes. in Utah. They're all lawyers. Uh, so yeah, so we talked to Coach Shaw. I like him a lot, actually. I I think love he's super him. nice. I think he's really inspiring. I think he's my favorite husband. And he's a coach. Yeah, a husband of all of them, or just on Salt Lake. Just in Salt Lake City. Just Salt Lake. I City. think he's my favorite husband too. And then John, Lisa's husband, is a close second for me. Yeah, he's he seems nice too. He seems like supportive. You're I know. Salt. I know. <laughs> no, he seems like a nice guy, I guess. I was just like all about Coach Shaw. Yeah, I like Coach Shaw a lot. And it was nice to hear some background about him, his past work, uh, and what he does now. And he doesn't coach the little leagues. No, man, we learned that. And you found out how much he made? Well, yeah, because it's public record. So it's a little over, let's say, $550,000. Which is a healthy salary. Yeah, I'd be cool with that. But it brings us to, well, how are they supporting their lifestyle? And then that brings us to the other question. It's similar to the Tom and Erica situation. Did he know what was going on Jen Shaw? Because they were living a lifestyle that was very big and very glamorous. And yes, he's making good money, but that money wouldn't cover the type of lifestyle that they were showing and living. Well, I mean, they also never claimed that it was a single income household. No. But she did make a lot of the money. Exactly. That's what Andy was asking. He was like, well, how did, yeah, but he was asking him, like, how did you not question where all this money was coming from? I don't know. Sometimes you just don't question. But it also looks like they cheap out in some areas. Like, Jen's little shoe room that she had, like they were all like Kia okay. shelves. Little oh, shut up, little shoe room. <laughs> she also like, spent sixty grand on a party that wasn't even fucking for her. I know. So I, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. But what the other issue was, and that I read people were like asking about, is that he seemed to give Erica a lot more flack for the same thing 
And then what seemed easier on Coach Shaw. But again, obviously Erica's a housewife and Coach Shaw is a husband. Uh, but I did see that come up a lot in like post and Instagram and all that stuff. I did see a lot of comments around how Erica was grilled far more but than it, Jen was. It definitely could just because she's an, an housewife. For sure, but it's also like Jen is oh, the primary more than defendant. Jen. Sorry, more than Jen. Yeah, but Jen's a primary defendant. There's only so much she can say. Erica was just named and she's involved in lawsuits. She's not the primary defendant. Well, maybe that's why they they questioned her more. That's my point. Yeah, though. she can she can say more. Well, they're saying that Coach Shaw should have been questioned, kind of like as much as Erica was, because it's kind of the same boat. But he's who not, knew? He's not a housewife. Well, that's what I'm saying. because maybe because he's a house husband and not the housewife. Yeah, that's not you know, it's not apples to apples. Yeah, but anyways, um, I also felt a big part of the three part reunion was just Lisa apologizing to Meredith constantly, even like she would look over and just be like and mouth, "I'm sorry." I know. <laughs> Stop. Yes. That split screen. Yes. Like editing really nailed it. But what else do you say? Like Well, she clearly Meredith clearly didn't want to have these discussions off camera, which I think mm-hmm. Lisa was trying to do. Which I think is smart. Yeah. You're on a reunion first and B, you're so pissed at her. Yeah. You're not gonna just sit there and have that conversation. Yeah. I did here i don't know if lisa said something to a tabloid or something but they did kind of make up like they're not still fighting yeah while they're filming right now so we'll see how that plays out yeah in the next season absolutely and speaking of next season andy asked jen if she's going to be joining them on the couch now that her child they she's pushed definitely out. joining yeah yeah exactly Andy's probably super happy so he might be happy but it's also like they're not capturing her trial now, like if her trial was still literally supposed to be next week, mm-hmm. they would be recording it. Yeah. And now they might have to do like a special and I'm sure they would. I they mean, probably will if they have to. Oh my God, they definitely will. But now it's in the summer, so they're not going to be filming their regular schedule. So it'll just be a separate thing on, on the side, you know? We'll see. We shall see. And then lastly for Salt Lake City is really about Whitney, her rebrand, blowing all their savings and... Justin, I don't know. He seems very submissive. He does. He seems like, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but he definitely puts like all his like eggs in one basket when it comes to Whitney. Yeah, for sure. And even he said, she's the best investment I've ever made. He did say that. I felt very cringe. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's a nice thing. I guess it's nice if you're married. (laughs) It's a nice thing to hear. Well, I'm sure she's loving it. Well, yeah, look at her. Well, she's successful though, right? Like, I think her business is doing well. I know nothing about her business. I really don't either. Because even when she tried to promote it on the show, all I saw was the old gotcha. marketing. <laughs> like, why are you showing us your old product gotcha. when I knew about the old one while she was promoting the new one? It was so messy and very poor business what is, It's a beauty line? Yeah, it's like okay. skincare. Oh, okay. why does all these housewives have skincare lines too? I don't know. She, apparently, Whitney had really bad skin and she used to like mix all these things together and apparently she's a chemist. Sounds like a Prozac commercial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mix all my pills together. Right. <laughs> That's why I'm the way I am. And yep. before we move on from Justin, he 
was actually in the news this week, and just because it's relevant to this, I'm going to kind of insert it here, but they touched upon him and his business in the reunion, and he's actually been let go. And we're thinking it's because that weird cringe scene, correct? Yeah, well, what I read from certain tabloids or social media posts is that it's from that sex scene, the ultimate cringeworthy sex scene. I shouldn't say sex scene. It was like soft. Well, it was it was awkward. So I don't know if he works for a super conservative firm or what. Well, Utah is pretty conservative, right? So it definitely makes sense. That would be the reason he probably got let go because him and his wife are rolling around with paint or something like that. So they're going to have a tough time recovering their savings right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And that concludes Salt Lake City. I mean, I'm I'm sad to see it go, but honestly, I kind of need a break. I'm good because it's going to come back and it's going to come back really quick. They've just been like nonstop. So I'm I'm cool for a little break right now. I need to stop talking about Jen Shaw. I know. It has been a really long season. I saw a meme that when we did our clock change in the fall, Salt Lake City was on. And now that we just did our clock change again, Salt Lake City just ended. Oh my God. So they've literally been on for months. You didn't send me that meme. Hmm. Hmm. Who are you sending the memes to? (laughs) My other best friends. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I guess that brings us to Jersey. Jersey. Take it away. God. Jersey. You know, I think we talked about this a few weeks ago. It always starts off really strong. And then we just continuously talk about the same shit. It gets annoying. So again, we're just talking about Louie being a creep. And I'm going to give it to you, Brian. I kind of, I'm kind of on your side now. Not that I wasn't before, but I'm really seeing it now. So it took this episode? It really did. And here's why. Because when he met up with Joe, we were talking about this last week that we're like, oh, where's Louie at this Mm -hmm this dinner he Mm -hmm. ended up showing up after bill left yeah uh he's like you know just like you know being cringe obviously and tiki and joe were like hey you're in the news again what's up for abuse Mm -hmm. so it's not like you know him just being a shitty person he's actually being accused of abusing his ex-wife or ex-fiance whatever she was and this guy pulls out well i heard she attacked her ex with a butcher knife bro like, you're just shaming the victims now. You're just, like, pulling shit out of your ass. He's not doing a good job at explaining himself. No, it was very... just, like, a victim-blaming thing. Yeah. It's, like, rather than me being, like... And then ca- keeps using the word thirsty. And I don't understand where this word keeps coming from. I've heard it at least four times now. He is one of those guys that is just trying to stay relevant and trying to stay young and is latching on yeah. to these things. And it's kind of like, if that was my sister's you know, boyfriend or husband or whatever he is. And this guy's being accused of all this shit. Yeah, I, I would fucking ask some questions too. Yeah, red Right? Flag. It's red flags everywhere. I also saw a meme. And you know how like, the kids are doing the red flags yeah, or everything? I sent like, you that. Oh, See? did you? I do my part. <laughs> um, so there was that. They had their dinner. They're all hungover. I think no one can drink like Joe, Joe Gorga can. That guy can drink. Yeah. Maybe you, like Brian. A- but... <laughs> For being a small guy, he can definitely drink. Yeah, and um, I guess another thing I really noticed that Jen's starting to be like shut out 
of the group activities. Yeah, she's really not present. She's not present at all. She's just kind of like doing her own little home thing. In, yeah, in her kitchen. Yeah. All I see is Jen in the kitchen. Like, not going to lie, I kind of just bypassed her parts because I was like, I don't really care about you and your husband right now. Yeah, even when I watched Jersey this week, like, I didn't really retain anything. I'm just not engaged. No, it's, it's, her parts are boring, but... I'm going to bring you to another cringe moment. Oh. Are you ready for this? Here we go. Okay. So, Teresa and Louie, they have their one year anniversary. Their relationship disgusts it's me. It's so weird. And I feel like she's like, I feel like she would beat him up. Do you know what I mean? I feel like she would take like a wire, wow. <laughs> like a wire brush and just like hit him. I mean, I'm sure she would, but if history repeats itself, I think the tables are both flipped and turned. I feel like that's her book. (laughs) Is that what it's called? It's called Turning Tables. Oh, no. Did you read it? I did. What's it about? Her jail life. Oh. It's just just stupid. Something to make a buck. I think I... I, Yeah. She wrote it in jail, apparently, but she definitely did not. Um, she can't even speak. She has no words. And that's a, like that's kind of like one of her quirks. It is. It is kind of and like, I, like... It's charming in a sense, but like she can't write a book. She obviously is a ghostwriter. Or several. <laughs> she probably just like talks and then they just like try to decipher like what she's trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they went on a boat. They got some like dude who was probably supposed to go to a wedding and play sax. The wedding was canceled. The wedding was canceled. And she was like, hey, you want to join us on a boat? And he's like, yeah, sure. And then just like jumped on the boat and started playing some horrendous music. I used to play the saxophone in high school. So did Teresa. (laughs) She played the one that he was playing, the alto. I played the tenor. Nerd. (laughs) (laughs) I literally have no idea what any of those instruments are. I only know because I played it. I think I played the clarinet. Of course you did. I know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like the recorder. Yeah, I think that was in grade school. Then I don't know. I can't even remember. Um, and then, yeah, they had like this awkward one year anniversary dinner. And she gives him like this like pretty, I guess, men, man bracelet, mm-hmm. whatever. And then he busts out of the damn scroll. I know. Scroll. Full of emojis and all the reasons I love you. I am sorry. Like it was everyone so has stupid. love in different kinds of ways. And they but, like they're selling it so so hard like yeah we love like okay i get it you like each other it seems like a facade it does it's like if this goes wrong it's really gonna go wrong oh for sure like get that prenup Teresa. get that prenup their entire relationship makes me uncomfortable and they were in vegas the either the same week i was in vegas or the week after i think it was the week after and like they posted photos they look so awkward, so posed. Like, yeah. everything seems deliberate and not at all. Like, Louis signed up for this. Like, he really signed up. Yeah. Like, he was like, where's the contract? Yeah. Give me everything. I'll do anything. He yeah. was like, I'll sell my soul. I That's yes. how I feel about it. And I agree. Especially with watching that damn scroll. Like, dude, you got a scroll made? Yeah, that entire scene Give was her a damn diamond. So... It was awkward. And that was uh, that was Jersey for you. Awesome. Well, I don't know. I'm not I'm not into Jersey right now. It's just I don't know. Like it's just becoming the Teresa show. And like the Teresa it's always been kind of the Teresa show, but it's just really like, okay, 
we can talk about this, but now we can't talk about that. Yeah. And that is not what Housewives is. Again, though, Housewives has evolved since Teresa's been on the show. She is a But killer. she's calling the shots, which is fucking stupid. I know. You can't be calling the shots. And what bugs me is by the time we get to a reunion, I hope to God Andy will start calling her out. He won't, though. It's like he doesn't call Bethany out. He doesn't really call Ramona out. <laughs> Doesn't call Kyle out. Yeah. Which like, is annoying too. He has his favorites and I understand why. But again, like Kyle's a great example. Kyle has evolved with Housewives. I know. She's, well, she's from the beginning. Yeah. But Ramona, Teresa, they haven't. Yeah. Like they are who they are and that's fine and they're a pillar and they're so important to their franchises. But Housewives today is different than it was then. I really miss old Housewives. Same. Like the video I sent you with Kim calling in while Nini was on uh, Watch What Happens Live. Like, Iconic. The m- ultimate petty. Ultimate. But it like that's like the housewives Same. that I miss. Same. Oh. We're never going to have that back. No. There's, it's too much glitz and glam now. Yeah. It's full nostalgia. 100%. So let's move into Miami. Again, the last one. We're done with Miami the now. Less. Less. Not that I want Salt Lake and Miami to end. I just need time back in my week. I know. <laughs> like, I don't have enough hours. But I will say, I actually really did enjoy this reunion. Out of like most, or or this season, from most, I really did enjoy it. I thought it was a lot, for some reason, different. I don't well, know why. Peacock and maybe that's it. why, just different producers different and different editing. Um, I really enjoyed it. I also really enjoyed, honestly, all of Miami from start to finish, including both episodes of the reunion. I don't, I, I, yeah, it was a different perspective. There's some OGs right? on there, but it just felt different. It felt different. And it could have been just because of editing too. And, and I also felt like they didn't they play also, favorites. They didn't know? play favorites. They didn't play favorites. Yeah. They were very fair. But also they just have very dramatic vibes. That's true too. They do actually have like a storyline other than just housewives. Like when Beverly Hills picks up, like we're going to have drama from the get go. You think so? Because they have a lot of shit going on. Dorit was robbed. Well, real stuff. Erica. Like they have real drama happening. Uh, Just like Miami. Yeah. I don't know. I can't, I don't know if you can compare Miami shit to Beverly Hills stuff. No. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. It's. It's I'm a talking little, about real life drama, it's a, I get yeah. what you're saying in terms of like real life stuff and people just not creating stuff. Or there's not like a queen bee. Mm-hmm. You know, with Beverly Hills, there's a queen bee. Mm-hmm. And that bitch is Kyle. There's a, there is a hierarchy. <laughs> there, and I didn't feel that way in Miami. I felt like everyone's like on a same playing field. Let's I say. agree. I would agree with that. And that's why I liked it. I also really liked it. Nicole's dress is still bothering me. It looks really <laughs> pretty and it's nice on her. Yeah. It is not Versace Mansion. No, it's not. So it's for still bothering me a bit. It was a good thing, though. Maybe yeah. it's a good thing. Yeah. I really like the way she described her engagement, though. And, and Okay, so let me ask you this. Since you're you're in Alexa. Alexis? Alexa. Alexia. We've gone an entire Miami season. I know. I'm so it. bad with names. Alexia. Alexia. I'm going to blame it on my shitty voice. You've done it every week. <laughs> it's all recorded, my friend. It's charming. Um, Alexia, she was giving Nicole shit because Nicole compared her engagement and like not saying anything to her friend. She's like, well, I didn't know you got, you went and like eloped. And she's like, well, don't you compare your engagement to my elopement. I thought it was kind of similar. Yeah. So why so, is her life more important than Nicole's? Alexia is one of my favorites and I love her. She is one of those people that when it's about her, it's a little different than when so she does a it to Teresa. someone else. No, 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 no. She's not that to that extreme. Yeah. I think 
her initial thought is that way, but then as soon as someone shares the perspective, she's like, okay, I see your side now. Yeah, she yeah. needs she's someone to explain vision. it. Yeah. She needs someone to kind of take that extra mile and explain it to her. And then she's receptive. Teresa is not receptive. I also think Alexia is just loyal to uh, Marisol. She's so old school, yeah. so traditional, and so loyal. Yeah. So I, I, I kind of saw where she was going with it, but I was like, eh, it, it is kind of the same mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> Yeah, and then they moved into talking about Julia and really debating if she was hungover or not. I'm sticking with the fact that, that she was, was fucking like a hungover. Solid five minutes too of the reunion. Yeah, I'm sticking with. She the... was totally hungover. Yeah, I'm sticking with the fact that she was hungover. Totally. And Lisa and her husband. Uh, meh. Yeah, she talked about that like emotional affair while they were kind of separated. Ugh. I don't know. Again, they just seem very like fake and yeah. surface level, no depth. I probably glazed over that during while I was playing. I just know she was, it lasted like too long. I was like, hey, I'm done with this now. Move yeah. on to another topic. Yeah. And then they kind of touched upon Alexia's son, Peter. Yes. Uh, and all of his Alexia's allegations. Son's Peter. What? Her son's Peter, like her son's, like have you ever heard Peter's like a penis? Oh, no. <laughs> like her son's Peter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, they talked about Peter's dick. No. Uh, I'm, Sorry. I'm too into that. Yeah, man. <laughs> Anyways, Peter's um, allegations around domestic abuse. Which have been. They've been dropped. Dropped, yeah. yeah. But he has had a history of. I guess like, yeah, and anger issues. Like he beat up a homeless person. Yeah. So he does have that history. And Alexia, again, she's so loyal. She's like, these are allegations. We're fighting them. Whatever's true. He is my son and I'm standing by him. Yeah. She dropped that conversation. And there is, yeah, there's no fighting it. Yeah. Whether he's right or whether he's wrong, I'm by his side. 100%. As a mother, you should. Mm Mm-hmm. 100%. And then we couldn't go an episode without talking about Kanye's dick. (laughs) Kanye and like I felt like she was gonna get it for some reason I obviously I knew she didn't have a picture of it but when no like last episode we're like oh my gosh she has a picture it was literally them just like were they even like were they fist bumping or were they no it was just like the two of them a picture they were in the bathroom yeah but it was like a fan and Kanye exactly I was like oh that just, like, let me down. They I thought it was really, something better. They really hyped it up. They did. And it was literally, like, a fan picture. And I loved when Nicole flat out asked Larsa, is there an NDA? Just say there's an NDA and we'll let it go. She didn't say so, right? No. She didn't admit it? It's probably in the NDA that she can't even say that there is one. Probably. Ooh. Yeah, it's Kardashian stuff. Yeah. You're messing with a whole other world. Yeah, I loved it, though. And, and like, it's so true. Like, just say you can't say. Do you think Larsa will come back after this? Yeah, she wants the money. You think so? I don't. She's addicted to money. She said her closing thoughts was about her being getting richer. Oh yeah, she's like, I want more money. Yeah, she's so stretching to be a Kardashian. Like she, she literally wants that. I yeah, I don't like her. Neither do I. I can't. I really hope she doesn't come because she really brought nothing. She has no substance. No. She has no depth. I'm glad she's monetizing her body. Like, why not? Like, if you've got it, you might as well it. do something. Totally. Just in terms of her being a person, she, like, she literally bring anything. her like comebacks are even really shitty. <laughs> like they're I awful. I know. Oh man, but I'm so happy to put Miami and Salt Lake City to a rest. I am good. I need a break. 
Same. I think they are, well, they are doing another season, and I'm pretty sure Gertie's coming back. I hope I think, so. I, I think, really liked her. Same. I think a lot of them are coming back. Um, but I think contracts have gone out because she was on Tamara and Teddy's podcast yeah. and really kind of sidestepped the question because she contractually can't answer. And Tamara's like, okay, so yeah, it's true. Like, I've been through this before. Yeah. <laughs> so absolutely. she said it without Gertie having to. Yeah. Yeah. They know what's up. Yeah. So the last franchise of the week is Orange County. And that's it. We can move on. I'm just kidding. There's like literally <laughs> nothing happening in Orange County. We might as well move on. Honestly, we could probably just stop watching it and no one would even notice if we don't talk about it. Yeah. It's the worst. It's so boring. But well, you talk about um, the seven year stitch because we talked about this a couple of episodes ago and it kind of just went full circle. A hundred percent. So a couple episodes ago, I talked about, I feel like this is a plug for her new show that's coming When out. Dr. Jen was drunk. But yeah, a couple episodes ago, we talked about how I felt like it was a plug for her show and it really did set the foundation because we literally saw the name of it in this last episode. That's crazy. So do you think it was for Heather to come back to OC, it was almost a ploy or you mentioned to me before we started recording, um... Maybe it was in their contract to, like, plug the show. Heather and Terry are very smart business people. I think it was part of the contract to come back. She had to be able to promote this new show. Because it's going to add viewership to the other show, which yeah. is going to increase their salaries. And, uh, like, actresses and stuff get bonused off of viewership and things, right? And how well movies do at the box office, for example. I'm sure shows are the same way. You have certain bonuses if you can hit certain thresholds of viewership. And that's why social media is always built into their contracts. And people will get hired based on the amount of followers. Like, it's all interconnected. Totally. But this makes me hate OC even more. I know. Because the last couple of episodes have just been a build-up to promote her show. That's not even on the same network. It's, it's not e. even the same network. That's I what I was just going to ask. It's not even on Bravo or Peacock or whatever. Like, ugh. it's not even that cool. No one cares that much. I know. It's. I'm very disappointed. I think I've said this every single yeah. week. And I really don't like Terry. I don't know why. There's just He's just very unlikable right now. He's rubbing me the wrong way this season. Yeah. I used to like him. Same. I love them. I loved them when they were first on OC. Mm -hmm. I thought Terry was funny. I really enjoyed it. I actually like him in um, Botched. Mm -hmm. Totally enjoy him there. But for some reason, I think he's so unlikable right now. Yeah. I can't, like, I know we can't relate. Yeah. Clearly. But <laughs> I can't even, like, pinpoint things. He just seems very inauthentic, and it seems like he's hamming everything he does up for the camera. Like, he's always very aware that the camera's there. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. And then, the, really, the episode concluded with Jen at Armstrong's party. Yeah. Like, that was it. Like, that's all that's going on in OC. Where they did a brain scan. Emily was funny. I do like Emily. I think she's very sweet. She's like, is there a button? I want some food and some Prosecco. <laughs> the amount of time that girl just asks for food. Like, to, same though. Right? Like, non-hating. She's always, just like, every episode. We can do, like, a montage of just her, like, asking for food. I love it. I love it. I'm here for it. It's very much like Heather Gay and the, like, meat lollipops <laughs> and stuff. Just, like, brought me to this. Didn't, wasn't she eating a sub in a sauna? Yeah. One episode? <laughs> yes. She had a sub in her handbag and just pulled it out in the sauna with Jen and Heather. Oh my God. I love that. Like you can't, you can't, 
not like that. No, it's so relatable. Like, that is real. Well, I imagine it's real. So, and it's funny because I thought Heather was going to be the person that brought OC back. I think it's Emily. I think Emily's the breakout right now. Emily and Gina. Yeah. They're really keeping us. I agree. I think I'm enjoying Emily more than Heather. 100%. It's not that Heather's not bad. It's just... I'm seeing too much of Heather. I want more dynamics in the group. I think it's just the plugging. Like the plugging of things. Like in her show. That just really left a bad taste in my mouth. It feels very artificial. Yeah. I agree. But my favorite moment at Jen's party was when Gina met Gina Keogh from OG OC. Yes. We love those OGs. I liked her. I do like her. her I think she's funny. Yeah, she always like made me too. laugh. And she's like, oh, gee, like the very first housewife and like all housewife history. Yeah. Well, she in the book, it talks about how she was the neighbor of the first producer. Yeah. And she, that's how it all started. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> and then also at that party, though, everyone thought that Matt's new girlfriend, Britt, was Kelly Dodd, which I thought was hilarious. She does kind of look like a younger version of Kelly. Yes, she does. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. But can we talk about Matt for a second? I know he's a terrible person. He did a lot of really bad things. I think I know you're going with this. He is so sexy. He is so good looking. So sexy. So I do remember, I think I kind of came off of OC a little bit when Gina first came on. So I don't necessarily remember him. He was never on the show. He didn't want to be shown. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure they even showed photos and his face was blurred out. Like I don't think he signed a release. He's very nice looking. He's very attractive. And her boyfriend's nice looking now too. Like her current boyfriend. Oh, he just looks like a nice, like, you know, he's a nice looking guy, but no, her ex. He's from like the Midwest or something. (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with the Midwest. No, nothing wrong at all. Yeah, Matt... Oh, sit on my face any day. <laughs> he looks good. He looks very nice. And I, I loved seeing their interactions with their kids where Gina's like, I'm so happy we can go to like the dentist with our oh, kids yeah. together. Like that's so monumental. Because they had some abuse, not abuse, or like I guess yeah. when they were drunk or something, they got in a fight. Yeah. So there okay. was physical abuse on charges. his On his part. Yeah. Yes. Um, and she had to do like, what she are those said, called? Um, a, a victim statement. A victim statement. And she didn't want to do it when she had to give it because they were mending things. They were on a good path. But she said, I'm still really good, happy that I did it. Yeah. And she made a comment. I don't know if it was this season or last that really resonated with me where she said her kids are going to watch this and understand that I didn't allow it to happen and that their father took accountability. Yes. Because he seems like great. And she's like, this almost like made us stronger mm-hmm. as like co-parenting. Yeah. And yeah. At the end of the day, he is very good looking. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's not the moral of the story. Well, like, that's literally what I care about at the moment is that he's very good looking. <laughs> I mean, I think the moral of the story is that you can make mistakes and grow from them. True. And everyone has fuck ups. And it's not okay. I'm not justifying it. But own up to it. Learn Well, yes, he did own up to it. And from the sounds of it, it just made them stronger. Yeah. And he's very good looking. It looks like they have a great relationship. Like, Gina's interactions with Brett... I thought were really positive and fun. And she was inviting her over for drinks to the yeah. table. Yeah, I like Gina. I like her too. She seems really fun. Like, she seems like a cool girl. Her and Emily, like, they're just really relatable. Yes, and Everyday I think girls. that's the thing. That's why we like them and like watching them. And for Heather, she's just no longer relatable. Mm-hmm. She did talk about her pizza and spilling all over her purse and like mm-hmm. getting all messed up. That's like the most relatable thing I can think of Heather. I feel you. <laughs> I know. I'm really sad. Uh, OC's trying, but it's failing for me. 
yeah, they need to take a break, a hiatus. So let's move into hot topics, social media, news. We still haven't landed on a t- term. Maybe we'll do that next week. Yeah. So some hot topics. Uh, this might be Kathy Hilton's last season of Beverly Hills. Yeah, we suspected this because there was rumors about her storming out of Aspen after a bunch of drama on the last gr- girls group trip. Yeah. And I guess her and Lisa Renna might be in the outs. So and also Kathy Hilton doesn't need this. Like she's probably, I think, so hear me out. I think she started on Beverly Hills because her daughter Paris was going to have her show about her, her wedding. And I think it was like a ploy to make her family look likable and people to watch Paris Hilton's wedding show. I don't think they would go that that far. Wait, I'm not done. Because remember when Paris Hilton had her, her YouTube show, not the documentary about Kathy Hilton looked really shitty in that. So I think it was a way to make herself look more likable and possibly bring more viewers to Paris's wedding. So you think her PR team said you yes. should do this? Because she looked real shitty in that um, that documentary for Paris Hilton. You no, know, I actually was watching it on the weekend a second Did time. Did you watch I it? I watched it when it first I watched came it out. after watching like Kathy Hilton on Beverly Hills, mm-hmm. and I was like, holy shit! What a what a night and day. We're not gonna unpack that. But I'm just saying. So again, I don't think it's. Um, you think it was a PR stunt? I think it was, but and also that's not surprising that she's going to be leaving. Yeah, again, she doesn't need it. This isn't an income for her. This is literal, like, coffee change. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so, we'll see. I mean, I, I'm sad to see her go if that is the case, but it is what it is, and... We'll survive. We got Kyle. We will survive. We already touched upon it, but Atlanta and Beverly Hills, we heard this week premieres in May, so we'll be back to... Uh, <laughs> Three, three? It'll probably be three. Potomac should be coming out soon, oh though. Oh my god. I keep forgetting about all... There's so many franchises. I hope they stop. <laughs> and then in April, we also have Karen Huger's spinoff that was released th- today, yesterday. Yeah. So it's just about her family, I guess. It's like a reunion of her going back to her like hometown. I like something. Karen. I'll probably watch that. I'll watch it, too. It's only two parts. Oh, definitely we'll watch that. Of course. So that's in April. So, I mean, it's not really slowing down too, too much. No, it's not. And then Heather and Terry were also in the news because they went to a restaurant. They went to a restaurant and they left a note for the waiter or waitress saying that the service was too slow and the food wasn't good. However, let's just put this out there. They did leave a tip that was a little more than 20%. Yeah. So that part is great. However, we were discussing, like, why would you put that restaurant on blast on social media? Yeah, so they did leave a $100 tip, which was still very generous. The bill was, I think, like five. It was bucks. 20%. It ended up being yeah. a 20% tip. Um, so it was still very nice that they left the tip. I personally don't think there's anything wrong with leaving a note, just saying that the service was There's shit. nothing wrong with that, but why would you put it on social media? We're living in a world with where these restaurants have struggled for so long with COVID. I do think Heather blasting on her social media was a really shitty move. It's since been deleted. It has been deleted. Yep. But yeah, it's just a shady moment. And to your point, all these restaurants have struggled. They're hiring or struggling to hire people. Yeah. And they're not being trained well. Like we have to give them a bit of a break. They're coming out of something. We This has been, what, two years now with COVID? Mm-hmm. They're coming out of this and they're not coming out strong. They're paying <laughs> off a shit ton of Yeah, debt. they're struggling. And so for someone to not even try to cover up the name 
We all yeah. know what name it is. People have taken screenshots. You know, put someone on blast like that. It's a little shitty. Yeah, I just don't understand what your objective was yeah. to post it. Like, right? I don't think there's anything wrong with writing the note. I stand by that. They still tipped. They, they still tipped. That petty. It was just the posting. It was posting on social yes. media that rubbed me the wrong way. I wonder. I wonder what the purpose was. Because I don't think she... She I don't probably think thought she, it was a joke. Yeah. I, I know. I don't think she gave an explanation. Maybe she will at the reunion. Because I think... I definitely think that will be brought up. You think so? I think so. We'll, well see. Well... But I do think it will be. They filmed the reunion this week or last week. So oh, did shit. it even come out in time? I don't know. I forgot they filmed the reunion. Damn. I was so really it hoping. Might not, it might not come up at all. Hmm. We'll see. Maybe that was also planned in terms of timing. Maybe. She is, she's very strategic. She's very she smart. And I love her, but she's absolutely calculated. She's a business lady. Yeah. I love that about her. That's why I love Bethany. Yeah. They're very calculated people though. 100% they're calculating. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but you just kind of have to take it with a grain of salt. Very true. Uh, that brings us to Elisa Barlow giving Jen, Jenny a second chance. You so, always make up your mix I up know, your Jen and Jenny. That's Jenny's. why I have to say Dr. Jen and Jen and Jenny because like there's so many Jens at the so moment. So start saying their like last names like Jen Shaw, Jenny Nguyen. Oh, I'll just say Jenny. And well, Jen. we don't have to talk about her much longer, <laughs> so don't worry about it. So um, Lisa thinks that Jenny should get a second chance. Yeah, so TMZ stopped Lisa Barlow outside of but one of the airports. they're friends, right? They are. Okay. Well, from what we know, what we know is that Lisa House brought Jenny friends. into the show. And so what level of friendship they had, who knows? Lisa did know her children because they, they talked mm-hmm. about it when they did that kid reel at the reunion. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, her daughter's always like that. Also... Remind me to talk about her daughter and cameo. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't yes. forget that. Oh, yes. Okay, we'll talk about this first, and then we'll go into that. Because that was brutal. But TMZ stopped Lisa Barlow and asked if Jenny needs, or should have a second shot. And she kind of skated around it for quite a while. And then I think they just flat out was like, should she have another shot? Is that fair? And she's like, I think everyone deserves a second chance, and I know who she is, or something like that. Oh, she worded like that. Okay. It was, yeah, it's... it was, she didn't say it directly, but it was, she skated around it. Yeah. Understandably, though, because you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. You're going to get ripped apart either way, whether yeah. you think she should come back or whether you don't. There's too too many people on both sides of this fence. You're never going to Well, you're, you're either not a good enough friend, or you're going against the grain. Yeah. Sorry, deal. So you're kind of screwed either or. Um, do I think she's going to check and chance? No. I think... No. <laughs> yeah. I, maybe I think she could have got a second chance if she didn't do that follow-up video. Do you know what I'm talking about? That's where I was That going. was really tone deaf. And so that's exactly where my opinions are. As soon as she was fired, I questioned. And not because I don't think she should be held accountable... I felt she should have been held accountable in a public form. Yeah. And so have her on the show and grill her. Yeah. Have the other women really question her. And one, see if she's receptive. See if she's grown. I do believe people change and grow through education and through exposure. Those are my life mottos. And we have to, my opinion is that we have to give people the room to grow and learn and if we just cancel everyone all the time, how do we know if they're growing? Well, exactly, right? But she chose to do something that was super toned up. Yeah, agreed. And that is what kind of was like the nail in the coffin. Like, you know what, girl? This isn't this isn't for you. 
But that's what showed us that she didn't learn anything. No, she, she didn't. And that's when I was like, you deserve to be canceled because of that Instagram live. And so just to recap yeah. that live, just in case no one's seen it, she went on a couple days after that announcement was made and did like a 45 minute live and talked about how it's unfair and talked about cancel culture and talked about all of these things and really leaned on herself being a conservative But she never took accountability, she never really apologized, and she never recognized what she said was really harmful. No, and I I don't think she really cares about being harmful because she's clearly also putting her child out there for $50 a pop. Exactly. So she was on... Let's go, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good segue, no? That was a good segue. Thank you. We're we're getting better. (laughs) We're trying. We're doing good. Are doing good. So her daughter, I don't remember her name, she's nine years old, and she's being pimped out on Cameo for 50 bucks a pop. First things first, her daughter is fucking hilarious. So I understand to a certain degree. Like Oh, is she? I never yeah. I don't remember. The scenes that she's in, like she's really witty, okay. she's really smart, she's really funny. I like I understand, but like, isn't this child labor? See again, tone deaf. Yeah. She's what, nine, you said? Nine years old. You shouldn't be putting your nine-year-old talking to strangers. Because, cam- okay, just cameo. It's someone will pay you money, right? And then you do like a, a special video for them. Like, hi, Brian. Thank you for paying me. And like, blah, 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 blah. And you'll just chat, right? That's what it is? Yeah, so a lot. Well, it's not a chat. It's a video message. And so a lot oh, of housewives do Oh, it's a video mess. Oh, see, I have no idea what this stuff is. Yeah, so Cameo is just a platform. And it's a video message. And so a lot of the housewives are on it. Ramona's famous for fucking up the names. So she'll Stop. be like... So let's say you're going... Sometimes you gotta love Ramona, though. I like, guess. for something... Like, she's just an old lady. Like, just an old lady. There are pieces of her that are likable. A lot of pieces that outweigh that for me. Into just, the opposite just direction. Just an old lady. <laughs> oh, Luann makes good money off it, though. Mm, I remember that in the Ultimate it. Girls trip. Yeah. And... I mean, I hate Cameo. I think it's a full-on scam. You pay 50 to to $100, and it's literally a 10 to 30 second video. And if I bought it for you, and I'm Luann, hi, Hannah, your friend Brian oh. sent me this video. Happy birthday. He loves you so much. Bye. So people just give them the names, be like, my name's Hannah, his name's Brian, and like, say hello. Exactly. They kind of oh. give them a script to a degree. Um, and so do you know who Todra Call is? No. So he's Taylor Swift's best friend. I can't stand him. He was on Celebrity Big Brother. I think he was the fu- one of the finalists on Celebrity Big Brother oh, that okay. Teddy was yep. on. Yep. And he was on there and talked about his cameo and how he says he has the same script and just changes the name. He'll do 30 cameos in an hour, say the same thing, just change the name. Ugh. And he makes like so it's not, 50 to 100 it's, bucks a pop. It's not even personal at not all. Not at all. Ugh. I know. So she's getting her daughter to do this? Yes. <laughs> That's so awkward. That's so weird. I know. Oh, man. I wonder how that's going to go. Well, not great because we're talking about it. Or great. Because we're talking about it. Exactly. <laughs> There's no such thing as bad publicity, darling. Oh, man. <sighs> that brings us to another week. Another week? Brings Can't... us to the end of another week. Good. I'm, I'm brain dead. That's okay. I think we need it. You ready? We need it? Well, we need this week to end. I think. <laughs> <laughs> not brain dead. <laughs> Let's rate this wine. Yeah, let's rate the wine. Okay. So it's red. I think you usually rate first, so let's let's keep that trend going. What do you say? One more set, as always. 
Okay, so I really love it. I'm going to give it a four for taste. Wow. I think I gave the other one a four too. But I actually, if you I can. can downplay that one, I would give it a three after tasting this. You can't go backwards. I know, but I'm just saying. I would actually give this a four. Here, you know what? I'll give it a 4.2 just to make sure it's no, better. I'm giving not, it a 4.2. No, it's we're done. not. No. Done. Not, it's done. I'm vetoing this. We're You're not, not doing it like a decimal scale. It's either four or four and a half. We are, we, okay, 4.5 then. We're not getting like into like these fractures. I got, I'm the one that does the, the Instagram thing anyways. I'll do the math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can figure out the math. So four and a half. Four final. and a half. I'm going to give it maybe a three and a half. I actually liked the other. No, I'm going to stick with a four. I like it. I do like it. It does take taste oaky. So whenever you pick red wine for me, go for the oaky. Like I really ancient lo- oak barrel. Yeah, I love that. It's so good. I mean, I'm two for two for someone that doesn't like red. I know. Yeah, you've been killing it. Maybe I do like red. Maybe it's I just a- don't like the hangover <laughs> the next day. But you also probably just don't know how to pick red. Oh, no. I don't know how to. I pick wine by how the label looks. Okay, so that's a great segue. So, on marketing... I'm going to give that a four. It's pretty. I'm going to give it a four, too. I think it's really pretty. It looks rich. It looks expensive. So, I asked you when I first saw this, how much does this cost? Because it looked rich. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was twenty three. $23.95. $23.95. Cheaper than the other one. Cheaper than the other one. So, I was really surprised because it looks really ritzy. Yeah. I, I really like it. And it's not like a fancy label. It just looks elevated. It looks clean. Yeah. Clean and like crisp. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a four out of five for both. Wow. I think this might be our highest this one. This is our highest score so far. All right. Wow. Oh, before we sign off, Ooh. next week, we're not going to be recording. True. Okay. So unfortunately, we are on our regular schedule, but I will be in Mexico next Thursday. So we will not be recording until the week after when I'm back. I will be crying somewhere here in Toronto while Brian is doing shots for both of us in Mexico. Girl, you had your time in Mexico. <laughs> I ago. know, it's so true. <laughs> well, I hope you have a good time and we'll recap when you get back. I know, I can't wait. All right, we'll do one more cheers. One more cheers. Thank you for listening to So Nasty and So Rude with Brian and Hannah. 